This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You know, I want a shorter truck that I can put big tires on. and But until now, where I got this long bed... I, I was talking about it. I was even talking about it with my wife. I was like, honestly, I was like, I, I can't, I can't go back. Like, I love this long bed so much. <laughs> like what? it is it, until you have it. Like I was so set in my, my mind that I just never needed a long bed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, until we got the, the truck with the side by side, knowing that I'm putting that up there, I'm like, okay, long bed is going to be a better, uh, a better setup for what I'm what I'm trying to do, um, but it, it was just I I am surprised how easy it was for maybe and I think it just comes down to the side by side thing like that's what was like okay this makes more sense mm-hmm. it's 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 going to be more usable for what we're doing um, and then I got it and even like it's obviously is like completely stock on the outside like you can't. Like there's no, the only thing I've done to it right now is airbags, right? I am still so happy to hop in that truck and fire it up every morning and drive that to work. Like, I just love it so much. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. What I, what I want to start with this is since since we left off the last episode talking about like what your life would be without trucks. Yeah. Like I know you got like really depressed there for a second and you're just kind of like my life would suck. Screw my life without a truck. I I I don't know <laughs> if I've ever had an object that I associate with my identity that much. I know I feel like I st- I me bringing that up started your downward spiral into your dark bend mode. It, it very well may have. Oh God! But like I, <laughs> I, just, I start thinking to myself, bad like, vibe, bad vibe, bad, bad vibe, bro. <laughs> but like I, 
I, I part of it, honestly, and I'm gonna, this is this is the dark spiral. I'm gonna go down real quick here. Part of it is like I genuinely think that if I wasn't a truck guy, my I wouldn't have been able to get as far as I did when my wife and I initially met because I did not start off on a good note. I had to have a lot of things that were redeeming me from our first interaction. <laughs> yeah. And part of me being a, a, a damn red blood American man that drives a truck probably scored me a lot of points. It was like the only thing saving you. It, it was, it was <laughs> at that point, everything played a factor. Yeah. That's how bad I started off. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. And I, I, I 100%, and I, maybe I'll ask her. I don't know. But it's. Do you know how me and Cass met? Off road? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the bar. Anyway, so I was I was uh, rooming with a buddy of mine, Robert. I don't think you never. I don't think you never no, ever met Robert. <clears throat> Robert's that type of guy. He he like well like randomly like dress up like a cowboy. He's not a cowboy. <laughs> so this night he dressed up like a cowboy. <laughs> and uh, uh, frick, I can't remember the name of the bar. It's like right by our house too. It's like not far. I used to go there all the time. Finnegan's? F- yeah, uh, f- Fizzies. 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 Fizzy Morgan's. Yeah, Fizzies. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'm not much of like a... like a. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel and if cetane is just what you're after there's the fuel bomb hellfire which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer yeah and you guys asked and we brought them back uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there we brought them back for you so now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the f-bomb or four ounces per 32 gallons for the hellfire both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Uh, girl, go getter kind of guy, you know, mm-hmm. just pretty chill. Yeah. You know, I like drinking beer and hanging out. You like them go- to check your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way you put that. Check my vibe. Uh, well, anyways, uh, so Robert actually came up to my wife first and was like, you like cowboys? <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I come out of the bathroom, dude. And it was like number two, like party butt. Yeah. Like no, no bueno. Not good. <laughs> and I come out of the bathroom. He's like, I came out at like the perfect time. Like I come out and she's like, no, I don't like cowboys. And then he goes, well, I guess you like my friend then. And then boom, it was magic ever since. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but speaking of darkness, are you done with your darkness? Yeah. Okay. It gets dark super early. Like I, I went yeah, up to just refill this. And I'm like, it's pitch black out. Yeah. I'm like, my God, which I like, but I don't like at the same time. Like, I like it when we're like the weekends, like have a campfire at like 630, like just as it's getting dark. It's just like, I love campfires at night, like real fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you start looking like a crackhead when you're doing stuff around your house, like regular times. Like I get off yeah. work and like what was the other regular day? time two months ago, like yeah. mowing your lawn after work, <laughs> yes. is now like a this guy's <laughs> in the middle of the night. What's he doing? Like, what's this guy doing? Like Jerry, it's seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Lay off, bro. Well, and it's starting to like rain a little bit more, yeah. right? And so like we're trying to get ready to go for the weekend. It's like pouring rain. I'm mowing the front yard. <laughs> just like. Wow. Like, the neighbors think I'm freaking, like, psychopath. Like, I'm just, just mowing away. And then the other, like, well, no, this morning. It was this morning. It's raining. And it's early in the morning. It's not dark, but it's, like, it's earlier in the morning. Hmm. I'm washing the side-by-side <laughs> as it's raining out in my front yard. School bus going around. Like, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just washing. Shake <laughs> <Check> my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> they either think I'm crazy or I'm, yeah. I'm a genius. <laughs> Sometimes it's uh, it's both. See if you mow ex- when it's raining. Okay, that's my theory behind it. You cut the grass. Okay. Okay. It's like an open wound. Okay. Okay. What is grass like? More than anything. Water. <laughs> oh wait, Brando. It likes Brando. No, it likes water. Okay. I liked your first answer better. <laughs> so. So my thinking behind it is my grass is going to be nice and green for the next month and a half because that's all it's got. Going right into winter. You cut it open and you fill it with water. Yeah, there you go. Instantaneously. It's like a... There's probably landscapers out there like, what the hell is this guy talking about? That's not how that works. It's actually terrible for your grass. Science. <laughs> I swear to God, science. It's, <laughs> anyways, diesel trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this intro out of the way. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Entire from America's Diesel Podcast, coming from Pitch Dark, Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that live uh, a little bit south, more south, like towards the equator, towards the equator. Um, I didn't realize this until I moved up here, but yeah, it gets like it's it's extreme. Like the summer days are super super long, but then when it starts getting dark early, it starts getting dark early. Yeah, and it is fast. It creeps up on you like Father Time. It never goes away. Yeah, yeah. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, Sound, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts at. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, we are on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and the TikToks. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, if you need parts for your truck, uh, make sure and give our sales techs a call. Uh, their phone number is 888-993-4373. They are on the phones 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. That is 12 hours a day, folks. Because uh, if you need parts fast for your truck, they are the best people to talk to. If you have part or questions about your truck and maybe you want them answered on the podcast, you can leave those questions uh, either via email or on YouTube. Uh, if you have a question about something specific in the YouTube or on, on the uh, episode and you maybe want to kind of start a a thread and a chat and have other people that listen chime in on it. YouTube's a great place to do that. We've had a couple of multiple response options there. And and honestly, I don't mind getting the chat going there. It's kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. Um, Lastly, huge shout out to Jim Lawrence, our resident fact checker who is not on our payroll, but we still love him. Uh, Eventually. Jim, we're working on it. All right. We're We're working working on it. it. We're going to get you some peanuts and stuff. (laughs) I don't know what you like out there. I hope you really hate your job you're currently working at because this is probably slightly better. (laughs) I don't know what he does. I know he's done a lot, and I know he's got – he's like the culmination of lots of skill in lots of different areas 
and I don't want to say lots of random knowledge, but he, I think he's the kind of person, he's just a sponge. He, I don't want to say he like... Someday we'll meet. Hopefully. I don't want to say like photographic memory, but one of those guys just remembers everything, especially pertaining to a lot of the stuff we talk about. So as far as I'm concerned, he's a freaking genius. Does he need a job? <laughs> like sales tech? <laughs> yeah. uh, that being said, reviews help us move forward everywhere. Tyler, hit him. Yeah, absolutely. Keep those reviews coming. You can leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, but I'm going to add this into the reviews. Yeah. iTunes, please leave your five-star review even if you don't listen to it on iTunes or or the Apple podcast, leave your review on Apple podcast. Cause that is like the, I guess the mother of all ranking, I guess when it comes to podcast rank, am I wrong? You know what? It makes sense. Um, I'm going to put that on my list of things to check. Cause if yeah. it is, I, I would, it makes a hell Either of a lot of that or probably Spotify. Yeah. Those two are probably the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you don't listen on those platforms, but you have that available to you, leave a five-star review. We'd much appreciate it. We're trying to keep this show growing as much as possible. And there's a couple diesel podcasts we got our eyes on that we need to pass up in the rankings. <sighs> okay. We and, still love them though. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> but keep those reviews coming in. Screenshot your review. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to. It looks just like the logo on our cups or our background. Here we go. Okay. Last thing. I forgot one thing. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, if you are placing orders on the website, which is totally a-okay, in the notes section, please write podcast. That just helps me track what orders may be actually generated from people listening to this show. Uh, not that we're trying to get your money, because I don't, well, we're not in business. I do want your money, I'll be honest. But I, yeah. give, I want to give, I want your money in exchange for a high quality use of parts and service. Yeah. And here's the thing, too, guys. If you see like our posts that we put of our little snippets on, on like Facebook or Instagram, share that stuff, man. Share that stuff. Let's, let's, seriously, let's, we, we want to do some really cool stuff. And the only way to make that happen is to get feedback from you guys and to get, and, and to, to grow it with your help. I'm sorry I can't, like, hand you money right now <laughs> to make it happen. But, like, yeah, anything you can do on on, on uh, the listener side, if you love this show and want to hear it uh, continue, uh, keep that going. Share whatever you can. I'm not a social media person, so maybe what I said is uh, do they share on Instagram? I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Do the little um, – the... Hit it with a like. Yeah, hit it with a like. There you go. Hit it with a like. Hit it with a like. Let's bring back the hashtag <laughs> upper butt crack sweat. Let's, let's, yeah. let's drive that home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the meat and taters right. of this episode. This episode, I'm going to unofficially refer to as hindsight 2020. Okay. And what I mean by that, and it can be, it can be a lot of things, but the first one that always comes to my mind as far as hindsight 2020 is maybe having something that you want to do on your truck or a project that you want to get going and you stress about it so much and you do so much research or you put it off for so long and then you do it and you're like, God dang it. What do they call it? Um, I should have done that earlier. No, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, there's a phrase for that. Procrastination. No, well, that probably fits too. Um, being a man. No, when you do so much research <laughs> that you like, um, like you lose yourself in your research and like mm-hmm. don't do anything. What is that called? Anal- uh, I'm going to think of it. I'm going to think of it and I'm just going to say it, blurt yeah. it out. A- addictive personality? No, no. I can't, I can't think of it. Anyways, okay. I'm going to still think of it and I'm going to blurt it out in the middle of the show probably. So I, I know. Analysis paralysis. Wow, that's good. 
analysis paralysis. I heard that somewhere. That's got. Uh, I totally do that with so many things. That's got a good roll off the tongue. I know. That's why. That's why. Yeah. Analysis. Yeah. Say it. It's analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. All right, back to these calls. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. I just learned what I know. I don't even know where I heard that from, but I heard that somewhere, and I was like, wow, that, I do that all the time. There is a, uh, um, I don't know what the term is, but. Uh, Analysis process. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear a word or a phrase for the first time ever, but you can tell exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's like, that's one of those things that's a good descriptive acronym word phrase. That is a fantastic act and accurate. In, I've Dude, never I've heard, heard that. I exactly I've been I've is. been waiting to use it, and I finally got to use it. Hell yeah! <laughs> Coming at you with knowledge all day here, not just diesel stuff, but the words, words and stuff. <laughs> Let's get back to the golden. <clears throat> so, whenever I think hindsight twenty twenty, as far as like stuff on trucks, and uh, this may take me down a little dark spiral quick here. Oh god, I know there's a lot of that going around. Maybe it's because it's getting dark so damn early now, but so. I, when I had my red OBS, um, so for those of you who don't know, my first introduction to 7.3s as far as ownership, I had, had I kind of missed that truck. That truck was hot. I missed that truck. That was a cool truck. Uh, even my son, Even with your mud graphs on there. The, I thought it was hotter with the mud graphs. I don't care who you are. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. You had no engine, no nothing. Yeah. Which made a 7.3 actually, like, drivable for me. Yeah. It was, <laughs> that thing was straight piped with, like, the least amount of exhaust possible and you couldn't hear shit with the mud graphs. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I had, I had a stereo in there and everything, and all you could hear was the Apache helicopter in the bed. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. But I had a, a ninety-six Power Stroke. It was an F two hundred and fifty. I bought it off of the second owner, same family, but second owner had one hundred two thousand miles on it, bought it in California, and that's the truck that got me hooked and brought me into the industry. And that's why I drove up here and drove for about a year or so when I first moved up here. Um, and I hit a wall as far as ownership on that truck. Um, part of it was where I was in life as far as budgeting and whatnot and trying to move forward and, and X, Y, Z and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I hit a wall with where I wanted to go with the truck. And the biggest wall was that it, it was an F-250, so it was a TTB front end. And I was just, I did not want to put any more money into the truck with a TTB front end on it. But. But. After, I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. But after, and then, you know, I, I put it off and put it off and put it off. Didn't really do any kind of performance parts on it or anything like that. And then I ended up selling it, which, okay. I'm peeved about that one. Yeah. But uh, with my blue truck, I did end up doing a solid axle swap on it. And after doing that and realizing just how freaking easy it is. Yeah. Oh, that, that had to hurt. When thinking back, that had to hurt. It did, because I, I would honestly I would probably still have that truck if yeah. I didn't do that because it was a good truck it was a runner it was clean um, it was that was just like Cinecab wasn't it Cinecab long bed um, you know obviously I, I I probably would end up still have an excursion now because that truck would have been paid off a long time ago yeah um, and it would I probably would be at maybe probably two hundred and fifteen thousand miles now roughly so your miles. But my miles from, yeah. from 102. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and after, Does that make you hurt, like, when you think, like, oh, you bought that truck, like, an OBS 
with a hundred thousand like that truck nowadays would be insane. Yeah. Like to find a truck like, oh my god, I got a hundred and two thousand miles on it. Oh my god, it's OBS Ford. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, not to put more <laughs> Just I know. Like pouring salt in the wood. <laughs> Tyler's just kicking me down the freaking dark spiral. Dude, uh, trust me, here. if you want to feel real bad, I'll talk about my mega cab because yeah. that was that was uh, probably one of my worst decisions I ever made. I got into a mega cab Laramie for like the cheapest possible price like ever. I need to finish my spiral. Yeah, we, we both can't go down a spiral at the same time. Yeah, it's going to get real dark real yeah. fast. <laughs> Corey's going to have to pick us up off the floor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. Uh, it's one of those things where I, I did so much. I had a little bit of analysis paralysis <laughs> with my mask on. And <laughs> I, I got so worked up as far as like trying, you know, not wanting to go that far into it um, that I just didn't do it. And uh, there were other parts of the equation that probably I didn't really have. I didn't really have the money at the time. Well, I don't think you had the knowledge there yet. I didn't. I, I've learned so much about automotive diesel suspension trucks axles axles yeah. especially since i've started working here uh, suspension or like st- axles in general probably in the last two years or so yeah um and also being able to get back into a 7.3 that is a bit of a project that i don't have to drive every day um uh, even being the seven three guy before I got one of those, my knowledge of that, and even going back to, and you can listen to some of the, a lot of these podcasts. Go back and look at the the OBS updates when I first bought that thing. My I I was I felt like I was unlocking all these different parts of stuff I've talked yeah. about and probably had to explain to people, but didn't quite understand it. Now that I've done it and lived it, I, I am not scared of any seven three. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Like uh, if I would. If my wife decided she wanted to have a seven three, I'd, I'd be frick, I'd buy a seven three in a heartbeat. I'm like three three, I'm like fine. Three engines, they all share the same parts, sir. Yeah, all leaking oil at the same time. <laughs> Sign me <laughs> up. <laughs> that would that, that, that'd be twenty one point nine liters of of diesel making about. 400 horsepower <laughs> with with 300 quarts of oil between the three of them <laughs> God. you have to buy it by the barrel <laughs> i probably would look yeah. into it i'll be honest <laughs> opec would be calling and be like why yeah. is this guy buying so much oil what's he yeah. trying to do we've got a new random red dot in spokane is this guy trying to make a bomb extreme oil consumption yeah. uh, this man this man ben who mm-hmm. we seem to keep finding him popping up places as spool bus ben i don't know what the kind of jack wagon yeah. this is but uh, apparently he likes seven threes idiot yeah, <laughs> yeah uh. so the, the the axle swap is probably one of my uh i will say axle swap and injectors on seven three stuff is probably my once it once i did them i i looking back oh, man insert loud f word right now okay i are you are you are you done because i've got one are you going to continue down this no I, I gotta okay. stop there while i can still see okay. the light because i've got one that i think is super stupid but okay owning a long bed truck you mean a man's truck <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh i'm sorry I, I take that i take it back you just mean a truck because a truck is a long bed uh no, so, so we're just no, talking about, just no, talking, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> so the the other trucks that you had with short beds, you mean the the car with open trunk? No, Ben. 
<laughs> no bad, no. <laughs> no. No. No, but I, in all seriousness, like, I, I was never a long bed guy. Okay? Uh-huh. I never... Maybe that was just me, me in my younger days when I before I owned a house and that sort of thing. But, I mean, I had short beds even when I owned a house, so it was... To me, it just come down to the looks of the truck. Like, to me, like still to this day, which I think is like one of the best looking trucks is a third gen mega cab with like 37s and a three inch lift. Like that to me is like the perfect proportion of cab, bed, height on the tire. Like, I just love the look of that truck. Like as far as just aesthetically pleasing to me. Like that truck is just yeah. like my number one. I can and it'll see, always be my number one. Like I can that. see aesthetics, but I still have a hard time with the short bed. I I, 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 I know, yeah, yeah. but I've only ever had short bed trucks. Uh-huh. Okay, and I never thought of like I thought long beds. I was like, I don't need a long bed. What do I need a long bed for? Like I don't need that. I want a short bed. I want the short. Shout out to Ispro for making badass gauges and sponsoring the podcast. Absolutely. We've been selling Ispro gauges, gosh, ever since I can remember. Um, Ispro for years has been giving consumers the ability to, to monitor their trucks accurately. Uh, whether you're looking for something with a little bit more racy of a look or something more factory match, Ispro's got you covered. One of the things I love about the kits that they sell is not only do they come in a bunch of different denominations, you can get, you know, zero to 40 or zero, whatever you're looking for with the color designation on there, but they come with the wiring too. Absolutely. Super easy to install. If you're looking for a set of analog type gauges today, check them out. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. And Ispro, you're the best. Absolutely. You know, I want a shorter truck that I can put big tires on and... But until now, where I got this long bed, I, I was talking about it. I was even talking about it with my wife. I was like, honestly, I was like, I, I can't, I can't go back. Like, I love this long bed so much. <laughs> like, what? it is it, until you have it. Like, I was so set in my my mind that I just never needed a long bed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, until we got. The, the truck with the side-by-side, knowing that I'm putting that up there, I'm like, okay, a long bed's going to be a better um, a better setup for what I'm what I'm trying to do. Um, but it, it was just... I, I am surprised how easy it was for maybe... And I think it just comes down to the side-by-side thing. Like, that's what was like, okay, this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's going to be more usable for what we're doing. Um, and then I got it. And even like it's obviously is like completely stock on the outside. Like you can't like right. there's no the only thing I've done to it right now is airbags, right? I am still so happy to hop in that truck and fire it up every morning and drive that to work. Like I just love it so much. And I, I don't think I could go back to a short bed truck. And it's just like the like for me it was like a huge flip-flop for me like Mm -hmm. i was just so against a long bed truck like even my my friends would like get long bed trucks i'm just like dude your truck is like longer than like my freaking limo dude look at my look at my kick-ass short bed that just rips like you guys don't haul anything what do you have a long bed for like you're freaking 18 years old like what are you putting back there nothing Mm -hmm. like (laughs) you know farmer yeah you ain't no farmer dude you live down the street from me (laughs) like you ain't putting jack back there um but now I'm just like, 
I'm so set on long bets. Like it's, it's the craziest thing for me to like think about like, cause I just made a huge flip flop and it's just like, I will now like the only truck you'll see me in is a long bed truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gotta be a crew cab long bed. Like I couldn't do like, a, I still, I still am completely against no offense to your Ford, but that's just like kind of your play truck, but I could not do a single cab. And what's funny is that I would be someone to, that a single cab would actually work for because I don't yeah. have a family. I don't have kids that need to be sitting in there with me or anything like that. But I, with dogs, I mean, I'm always going to be a dog person. So it's um, like, I can't get away from the crew cab uh, trucks, but I will always own a long bed. Like I, I'm actually, I was getting a little, um, so th- we, we made a, um, this is like some, I don't even know when the video is going to come out, but that video you showed me today mm-hmm. that we did, with my whole truck set up with my side-by-side and trailer and everything. And uh, I'm, I'm not even, like, how, the what is that, Framio? What is that? Framio, yeah. Framio. There's, like, a chat on there, apparently. Well, yeah, you, you can, leave, <laughs> comment, you can <laughs> so, leave comments at timestamps. Yeah. It's, it's great for ed- leaving editing notes. Yeah, so people are making fun of me for, like, my stock truck a little bit. I wasn't. Well, Cooper came into my office oh, yeah. and was oh, like, yeah. we got to do something to your truck. And it's, kind was of, like, it's kind of his job. Yeah, no, I know. I, <laughs> listen, I love Cooper, like, for real. I love that guy. But uh, he is one hell of a um, peer pressure <laughs> when, when it comes to, like, doing stuff to your truck. He's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm like, well, here's the thing. I'm like, and what's funny is, like, right before Cooper came into my office, I was talking to Josh. And Josh is like, you know, like just a good set. Like you don't even have to lift it or anything. Just like a nice set of wheels with a little bit larger tire. Like that would look so good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Like that's a hundred percent. Um, because I don't, I didn't really want to put any more height on it. I was actually thinking about. I was really thinking about lowering the truck. Like yeah, I was yeah, yeah. really thinking about it. Like why not? Like this is a tow pig. Like you're just you're just dropping the ass end to make it level. Yeah, reverse yeah. like, and um, so we were talking about like wheels, and I was like, "But here's my problem." Like before, I would always have an idea, like I want this wheel, like I really like this wheel. This is the wheel that I want to use, mm-hmm. like regardless of tire size or anything. Like this is the wheel I want. I do, I I still to this day I have no idea. Like I'm not jacked on like anything, mm-hmm. like. Shout out to DDC, but like I wanted a dually and I had that in my mind. That's what I was going to run. Mm-hmm. Well, like I had that whole truck kind of like planned out, but I couldn't get a dually. Right. And so now I like scratch that and I'm like, what do I do? Like, I, I, I don't know. And I told him, I was like, I have no idea. And then like 10 minutes later, Cooper comes to my office. He's like, here's what we need to do. We need to do a Carly, we need to do a, like a Carly leveling kit and we need some 37, some 430 gears. I'm just like. Looking at him going, cha-ching, cha-ching, yeah. cha-ching. <laughs> like, uh, I, uh, yes, okay, I, yeah, it would look badass, but like I still I still want it to, I don't want to hinder the functionality that I have going on right now. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, I'm still, I know we kind of got off pace from the whole like hindsight 2020 stuff, but, um, but just getting back to like long beds, like a long bed with like a three inch lift on 37s looks pretty dope. Like that's, that's pretty badass. You know, I, I I think of Mark's truck when I see that. E, when yeah, Mark's that. like and that's a good looking truck. That except for the tip. Except for the damn tip. <laughs> the roll pan bumper. The roll pan bumper I can I can get behind a little bit, but not with that tip. 
That no. tip just throws everything off. Yeah, I know. And I've told him that to his face. We all so. have. <laughs> and we've so. also mentioned this podcast many times. <laughs> So. We love Mark. Yeah, Mark's we, our boy. I love Mark. Mark's yeah. actually grown his mustache out. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love that guy. His tip. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it looks a little bit like a chomo, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Listen, I can't pull off a mustache, okay? I don't think I have the chin for it. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't seen my chin in probably four years. So I may have the chin now. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Does you he are... listen to the podcast? Is <sighs> Mark? Mark, do you? We're going to find out. <laughs> find out. The tip sucks. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Yeah, your mustache sucks. <laughs> uh, I think it's my... <laughs> His mustache is a mustache, all right? <laughs> I can't harp too much on it because I've, I've grown a couple of good mustaches myself. You you can grow one hell of a mustache. You can grow a mean freaking mustache. You can grow a mean right? mustache. The thing about mustaches, it's all about commitment. You got it. You, you, most people, don't, and this is a little bit the same thing with beards too, but a lot of people just get to a point and they just like they can't get past that. It's like yeah. growing your hair out. And this is not a dig on you because we're just talking about because we're both... <clears throat> Tyler's lost a lot more hair than I have, but I'm starting to lose mine. And it, there comes a point where, like, when you, if you're growing your hair out, where like it hits this awkward stage. You're like, I don't want to cut it because I want to grow it out, but there, there's no way to style this thing at all right now. Yeah. So you just got to kind of live with it until it's that. Because you, stage. Have, I mean, to get like a good mustache, you got to grow like the everything out a lot. And that I can I, that bugs me so freaking much mm-hmm. to have that come down past my lip. Like, yeah. I will trim that. And actually, this is, like, super long for me right now. Like, I usually trim this down a little yeah. bit more. Um, but, yeah. It's 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 a commitment, and it's also a lot of upkeep. Yeah. having a mustache with an overgrown, like, noon o'clock shout around, I mean, 5 o'clock, like, like five hours before 5, I'm, like, talking about, like, noon the next day. Yeah. Um, it just makes your mustache look like absolute shit. Yeah. Um, so to make a mustache look good, like I, I've had them waxed out, I've had them curled out, I've had all that kind of stuff. I've had a bushy, I grew a Tom Selleck that went past my bottom lip into my soul patch. Um, <laughs> but to make that look right, you gotta have you got everything else around. It's got to be like prim, proper, razor shaved. Like yeah, it, I couldn't do that. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of upkeep. Um, I don't know if we're G-rated or not. I know I just said shit and everything, so it doesn't matter. But uh, I don't think they're keeping an eye on us because we've said uh, I've, I've dropped a couple of f-bombs and yeah. I, gonna, I think I'll, we're I'll, flying under the radar. Yeah, for some, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'll put this out there this way. I'm, I'm gonna close the mustache section out with. Okay. Uh, my wife likes it. <laughs> so, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Speak my piece, but yeah. fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So yeah, long beds. Okay, yeah. <laughs> back to long beds. Uh, and, and what I mean by long beds are just like regular man trucks, because <laughs> a long Listen, bed dictates man truck. You never even saw my mega cab. I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, it's a good looking truck. Brian's mega cab. Good looking truck. That's a, that with the forty twos. That's that a piece. You, I drove on it. That, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a man truck. That's a man truck. Yeah, I get it. I still to this day, like if I found like a mega cab that was like someone was selling super cheap, like I'd be hard pressed to like, like I want that truck. Yeah. That's a lot of real estate to like just park behind your house <laughs> in like a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're moving on. Here's the next thing I want to talk about. Okay. You ready? Yep. 
is there a, and I'm going to leave it kind of loose format here. Is there a body style, a part of a truck, a truck in general, a era, a fad, whatever that, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go both ways on this, that you end, like you just, it ended up growing on you. And then conversely, is there one that you were like super into? And then all of a sudden one day, kind of like you are with, with long months and short beds. And that may end up being your answer, which I totally understand. But uh, if, if you're just like one day you woke up, you're like, that's shit. And I like it. Think a little bit. Well, I had that. I honestly had that opinion with um, like the fourth gen Rams. I hated mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Could stand them. I was a third gen guy. Couldn't freaking stand when they changed body styles. I was like, what did you you just, you, you ruined it. You ruined, ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> you, but I came around on it mm-hmm. like pretty hard. Like really came around on it. Um, there's still trucks that I look at that I still haven't gotten past. Like I like LMMs. I'm still like up in the air on those. There's some of them that look really cool. Mm-hmm. And I really like them, but there's others that I'm just like, Ugh. so I'm still up in the air with that. Okay. I'm still up in the air with new GMs, new GMs uh, and GMCs, like that whole thing they did with the front end. Like, I don't like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like um, the fifth gen Rams, I love, and I'm not just saying that because I own one. Mm-hmm. I just really like what they did with the front end and the headlights. Like, I, I, I gotta say, me, I, I can looks good. They they change the bumpers. It definitely looks different than a fourth gen. Yeah, um, but in my opinion, it was it was tastefully done. And I and, like what they did with the tailgates. Yeah, they have that extra little body line in the tailgate. I think I I really like that mm-hmm. instead of like just the standard, you know, one like. It, I, I just I like that kind of line they put in the, the the tailgates on those trucks. I really do. I may get lit up in the comment section for this one, but I when the fifth gen Ram came out, I don't remember hearing the same type of hate on the change in body style as opposed to other changes. Not just with Ram, but like Fords and Chevys and stuff like that. Like yeah. I feel like the fifth gen Ram was fairly widely accepted very quickly. Yeah. Um. Um. I I want to say that the Ford. Kind of like because I really like the six four body style. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I liked that a lot. I, and there was something. What was it with this? Maybe it was when they started putting the vertical fender emblem. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. That I it. I can't remember if I liked it or I didn't like it, but I love it now. <laughs> like now I'm, I'm like all like I, I I think those trucks are one of the best looking trucks. I wanted to punch my monitor when I first saw the the vertical. Yeah. I was fucking pissed. I liked the hood kind of emblem that they had. Like that was mm-hmm. that was cool. And like Recon made like the lighted emblems for it. It was kind of cool, a little flashy, but kind of yeah. cool. Um, yeah. In seventeen, with the vertical thing, I was. I remember sitting there because I was still uh, not at my old desk, your old desk, like my first desk when we moved yeah. to this building. And so Ash was to my right, and I remember me and him talking about it. Cooper was still in his office downstairs. This is like bad. It was like so. This is like sixteen, seventeen when I came out. Yeah. And everybody's kind of coming to me because I'm the Ford guy. You know, what, what do you think about this vertical thing? I'm like, this is a shit. <laughs> this is God. You know, I'm a Ford guy. But I can't. This is, this is crap. Yeah. 
You're, you're just, you're taking in, you're dragging it through the dirt. This is garbage. This is hot, steaming. You don't mess with tradition. Yeah. You've had the F-250 sideways, the F-350 sideways since the dawn of time. Yeah. You went and put it vertical and you messed it up. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sexy now. Yeah. <laughs> <It's honest. laughs> I look at Isn't it now and I'm funny? like, a sight, a sight. Okay. So. Oh, and, and. I was not a fan of the 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 C headlights, if you will, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like the the like fiber optic looking like illumination, yeah, it, which is the, the trend now because that 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 kind of on the F one fifties that got real popular yeah. there, and on the, some of the half ton Chevys that yeah. got real popular, having like the notch in the middle of the headlights or like the outline. I was like, that's shit. That's god awful. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> okay, so. <coughs> Would you get the vaccine, sir? I'm sorry. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I didn't have my mask on. <laughs> um, so we agree on fifth gen Rams. We agree on new Fords. Yeah. GMs now. Like I, you already know how I feel about them. How do you feel about like the front ends on like a Chevrolet 2500? Like the, the new news. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what I really <clears throat> hate about them is the fenders. They've kind of got a weird like swoopy. And here's the thing, this, and I brought—I think we, I brought this up on a previous episode of the new Tundra, which they yeah. are talking about putting a diesel in. Yeah. I think that new Tundra is freaking ugly as shit. Like, that Tundra is junk. The, like, they ruined something that was so tough looking and made it look like a GM cross. So, like, I don't even know what the hell that is. It's like a GM with a Nissan mm-hmm. with a... Like a little bit of Toyota there, but not much. I was actually just listening to that. That episode comes out in like a, a week or two because okay. like, today's October 6th. So it comes out in a week or two, I think, or something like that. And uh, I brought up that image in, in during the episode, and it truly, to me, looks like... A GM. No, I don't even care about the GM. I'm just talking about like the ratio of grill and front end to truck. It looks like someone literally missed a decimal point when they were saying, I like how it looks, but I just want to make it bigger. They're like, 30%? Oh, you mean three hundred? Yeah. Okay, it's freaking huge. Yeah. And the the biggest thing that everybody like when when I was talking about how much I hated the Fords, everybody else in the sales floor was like, "Hey, man, just just imagine it with you know thirty sevens and maybe a different bumper or leveled or something like that." And you try and see it and you try and get over your hate of that damn emblem. And I'm trying to get over the the audacity of that front end. Yeah. And think of it like, okay, well, it's a really big front end. And big front ends typically look better on trucks once they're beefy. Proportional. Think about yeah. this thing, this truck on 35s or 37s, you know, with a three or four inch lift on it or something like that. And, and on the just, I'm going back to my roots on this one. I can't see it. I think it's like shit. Yeah. It's too big. It's, it's too big. I With like the GMs, like I feel like you have to do so much to the truck to make it look good that it's just like for like an average Joe, like it's almost like. Unless you have like a hundred grand sitting in your pocket, yeah. like to burn a hole in this truck, <laughs> like I, there's, I just, I still to this, to be honest with you, what I can't get over is the, the mirrors. They do this, like they have Look like they have like an extra joint. Yeah, it's like why do you have to put that joint on there? Why can't you have like one joint coming off and then the mirror? Yeah, like it makes perfect sense to me. Why? <laughs> like that? That's one I cannot. I can. I'm having a hard time with. Maybe they have to make the next year even uglier for me to like the year before. <laughs> we got to go back. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, they screwed up when they got out of the LML. 
that body style of Duramax was hot. Uh, I, I would say, well, I think what and you think is part L5P, L5P, the early L5Ps. It will, and LMLs had the same yeah. kind of well, they, they, LML, L5P, early. Early L5P. Hot. I think it was sexy. That, was that like 19? I think it was 17. 17. 17 up. When they changed? Yeah. Um, well, no, because LML up to 16, and then the early the early L5Ps, I think it was like 17, 18, maybe 19? Yeah. I can't remember where the split is. Anyways, um, but that body style, yeah. you guys know what we're talking about. That was hot. That's a good-looking truck. That's a good-looking truck. Badass truck, like Warthog. Mm-hmm. Badass truck. That yeah. body style is sick. Yeah. Like that, they... they I wish they would have kept that for at least a couple more years. And we actually talked about that in a previous episode, too, of mm-hmm. saying, like, why are these guys changing these truck bodies every freaking year? Yeah. Like, it's 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 too much. It like, was that body style to me was, was an updated truck look that still had corners, but somehow wasn't a sharp cornered truck. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it, it had because, like, when you when you think about a just a universally accepted, like, classic looking truck you know you got your square body chevys and of course in the diesel world it's going to be the obs ford it's got that old retro look it's got the lines and when you think of truck you think of that those sharp corners those sharp body lines yeah it's a brick but it's a truck yeah which that's why maybe that's why i love that truck so much because they kind of feel like they took some attributes of the earlier truck which everybody loves like there's Mm -hmm. no i can't think of one person out there that doesn't love a square body chevy like they're awesome trucks. Yeah. It's one of those things that like 55 Bel Air. You cannot deny like that's just it's a good damn yeah, looking. You can't vehicle. hate it. Like it's yeah. just it's just a good looking. So I felt like they were kind of taking some attributes of that and 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 that's why that's why I like third gen so much. They kind of took cuz to be 100% honest with you like I love the look of a well-built second gen truck. Like the mm-hmm. body lines are so aggressive on that truck, the mm-hmm. way that it the, sits, it just looks mean just sitting there. Yeah, the hood. It's the slow as shit, but it just the, looks mean sitting there. Like the, the, the old school style fenders kind of popping out from underneath. Exactly the hood. in the hood, just, like that. Uh, yeah, that I think that those trucks look awesome. Look mm-hmm. awesome, and then third gens came around. The Mega cab, like I again, I love Mega cabs, so I'll, I'll always be a Mega cab lover. So I love mm-hmm. that truck. I'll, I mean. I like I'd take a third gen mega cab over a fourth or a fifth gen mega cab. Honestly, I might take a fifth gen because I really do like what they did mm-hmm. uh, on the newer on the new Rams. I really like the headlights. I really like the front end. It's not gaudy. Like my truck's not too. Ga- yeah, it says Ram in the in the grill, but it, I don't think it's too, even with it like a bunch of chrome on it. It's not too. It's not too like hey hey you know like. I think part of that's because you have a silver truck. I think helps, if you had a yeah. black truck or, or something, like that, or a yeah, green that, would, truck, that stuff would stick out. Like, sure, sure, but um, but yeah, that uh, I, I wish GM would have kept that body style for a few more years. A few more years. Yeah. It was just a, just a, such a good looking truck. So I have two that grew on me. Yeah. Um, LB7. Okay. And LMMs. Really, LMMs. Yeah. I don't know why, but I have this stupid soft spot for the LMM body style in my heart. And here's the thing. I like LMMs when they are not lifted. When they're kind of like kind of street trucked out a little bit. I think that's true with, with basically like the Duramax platform in general. And I think it's because you and I kind of No, I mean I like an LB seven or or any of those, like like Sans trucks for Sans truck for instance. Mm-hmm. 
um, when it was like operational. <laughs> uh, I think that was a great looking truck, mm-hmm. like awesome, like badass. I was a that's a good looking truck, but in LMM lifted, just the way that the body is, like I I I don't know. It just I have a hard time. I have a hard time liking that. Like I like those trucks. Like mm-hmm. as you know, I was looking at an LMM for a little bit and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to lift it. Like I want a stock truck and I'm maybe lower it and put like some twenties on it and just have a, a, you know, I don't want like rubber band tires, but I want a tire with a good sidewall on it, but just like more of like a street truck, mm-hmm. which I like. I enjoy that. I think that's a, yeah. that's a cool looking truck, but that's like the one body style. that's like hard for me to wrap my head around lifted and like look good. But maybe it's just like a Duramax thing for me in general. When you lift them, you just, you know, you're, you don't really gain any ground clearance. No, you don't. <laughs> um, there's, and the one that sold it for me as far as the LMM goes is there, there's someone up towards my house that has, <clears throat> I'll paint a picture for you. Okay. And uh, can't hate me on it too much, but, and I don't even know the, the GM color. I'm just going it, to, it's a root beer brown. Okay. That, that dark root beer, flake brown, uh, four-door, long bed, um, pretty much entirely debadged. And he's got you know black wheels, and he's probably rolling. He, the wheel wells on those, since they are so square, are fairly a large. A smaller tire looks larger because the wheel wells are so damn small. So I, I think it's very deceptive. I don't think he's actually running 37s because I know how much work it takes to make a truck because it, it, the truck is not super tall lifted. Um, so he's, I think he's probably running 35s on it. Not a heavy offset. It's like an off-road tire, probably 35s on 20s. And I don't know what it is. That truck just... See, like, that to me, like, looks awkward. That's a super shitty picture. Yeah, but the so the the truck you just showed me there, the I don't remember what trim level it is, but it is a color matched. So there that big chrome shit bumper on there. Yeah, it ain't there. It's brown. Yeah, the whole front color. That, I think, you mean that bumper? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's brown. It's color matched. Um, and it just it's a it's a dang good looking truck as far as I'm concerned. Um, and the, the feature on the LB sevens. That got me going. And uh, light me up in the comments if you like it, but I am not the hugest fan of, of the cat eye in general. I think they tradi- they do seriously look like cat eye sunglasses like the girls wear. Like, oh, is that Ramsey? Is that Warhog? Yeah. <laughs> That's on. Is it an article? Offrodium.com. Yeah. Oh, that used to be our truck. Yep. I, I ordered those light bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drove that truck <laughs> yeah, many times. But that truck's hot. That truck's hot. <laughs> um, but the, the so I, I like the the early 2000s uh, GM front-end body style. I don't like it. I, I'm not a huge fan of the cat eye, I know. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the design cue on the LB7s uh-huh. that for some reason just does it for me um, is the upper fender to hood. Yeah. The, they have that factory kind of built-in extra cowl on it. LP7? You said? LP7, yeah. Um, that just, it makes that truck look so much different than a 1500 and so much different than a truck. And it only comes on, I think, the 2500s. Um, maybe if you got a 1500 that had like the, the 6.0 package in it or something like that. Yeah. Um, but just the, the feature of that extra, it's like the hood has an extra height to it. 
and obviously doesn't need it because he. Yeah, it's that that line right there you're talking about. Your finger. Uh, yeah. Um, and in person, it just with a not even a huge lift, just a leveling kit, and a, you know, a proper 33, 34 inch tire. It just makes that truck look just beef, in my opinion, for an IFS truck. Yeah. Um, and it's the 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 first time I ever got in, like I ever saw that, and it really meant a lot to me. Was I was working at GM at the time, and it was two thousand and I worked there from like oh six and a good part of oh seven oh six oh seven a good part of oh eight yeah yeah it's a good year it's a good year yeah <laughs> um, so it was right when the emissions trucks were coming out um, or like the, the DPF trucks were coming out and there was this guy that one of, I think it was you know a guy that used to work there or something like that service manager his all of his sons all had Duramaxes and they were all LB7s and they were bringing them in for service and whatnot and I was looking at this thing I'm like and even even back then Okay, this is like young Ben. I'm I'm not too well versed in yeah. in trucks. Like I, I know I know a bit. I know enough. At that point, I'd still consider myself a gearhead. Um, but looking back, you know, obviously this episode kind of started off with the hindsight 2020. Looking back, you know, obviously when you're young, you think you know a lot. I I I knew that I didn't know a lot, but I thought that I knew quite a bit. Looking back, I didn't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I knew most more than most normal people did. But in, in the spectrum of people that know things about automotive stuff. Green, no, yeah, green, greener than your sweater, yeah, like just the worst. Um, but even back then, <laughs> I was like, That's a good looking truck, still IFS though, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of the stigmas that Duramax guys are probably just gonna have to deal with for the rest of their lives because even even some asshat that know that drives a Ford Ranger with IFS torsion bar, by the way. Still, at that same time, is like, yeah, I drive a Ford Ranger. I get it. It's four wheel drive. It's IFS. I get that. I'm I'm in the same boat as you yeah. do. But uh, my friend, you drive a diesel truck. It's four wheel drive, and it doesn't have a solid axle. You should probably reevaluate your priorities. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go to Chipotle? Like <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I feel you. All right. Well, well, were there any other like? Okay, here's what's what's one that I have uh, to use it. I'm gonna have to do a bathroom break here in a second. I cannot hold my Tyler. I'm sorry. Tyler. I had like 400 bottles of water today. Okay. Do a bathroom break real quick. We can do a bathroom break, and we're back. Tyler went pee pee. Mm-hmm. I did not. I feel so much better now. I'll tell you this right now, though. I haven't gotten up since we started. Once my my ass cheeks leave this seat, it's a drag oh, yeah. race to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm, I'm running. That'll be good. Fact. Like, I can feel it there, but... Oh, you see, you just filled yourself up there. That was nice of you. I did. I Dick. did. <laughs> Do you want some? No. Okay. It's good. All right. <laughs> I'll just go up and get another one while you're drag racing to the bathroom I'll be, I'll with be, yourself. I'll be fine. <laughs> hey, a drag race one, you win every time. <laughs> yeah. You just got to finish. <laughs> just got to finish. You got to start and you got to finish. It's <laughs> a, a life lesson right there. Yeah. Shh. So, is there is there a feature that you woke up one morning and you're like, nope, I'm over it, don't even like it anymore? Because I got one for you, I think it's going to break your heart. Yeah, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I am currently in the process of falling out of love with 08 front ends on Fords. Really? 
Yeah, I'm serious. Why? I don't know. Why? I think it's I I, <laughs> I see the the six O front ends and the the six seven you know eleven to sixteen front end swaps have become much much more popular. I gotta look now. Um, I'm not I'm listening, but I'm just pulling up a picture. But the, so I can... and I know a lot of the seventeen and up swaps have gotten on there a lot too, um, which are pretty cool. Um, but the so when it was basically your your like ninety nine to 04 front end or o five to o seven or o eight to ten o eight to ten always won and in the beginning of eleven to sixteen that body style o eight to ten still won but now that we've finished the eleven to sixteen body style and we've now moved on to the seventeen and up for me i I am falling out of love with the 08 front end and I think what did it for me and there may be kits out there that do this I just I hate the fact that the actual headlight is on the bottom I don't know why I woke up one morning I was just like it's not where headlights belong (laughs) it's okay I don't like it anymore (laughs) yeah um I don't know I still I still I still like them I, I do think that the, like the six four Ford is is a good looking truck all in all, like as far as everything that they they did when they built those trucks. Like it's, I think it's a good looking truck. I th- I'm falling out of love with it. I do acknowledge, like I have seen some that I'm still kind of like that's good. I like that. It's just the the 08 front ends that are still rustling my jimmies. The scope has narrowed very very much. Oh, Jesus, because before it was basically just like. If your excursion has an 08 front end, let me see. That's not an 08. It says it is. It's just, it is. <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I here? yeah, no, that is. Look at the okay, grill. Yeah, yeah, it is. Headlights. So the part that pisses me off, the, the headlights on the bottom. Okay. That's it? <laughs> For some reason, that just it just started irking me. The headlights on the bottom. I just started getting pissed off about it. I will say I do like the six seven power stroke front end, like eleven to sixteen. Eleven to sixteen mm-hmm. better, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's any worse than anything they had before. Like I think it's an improvement on what they had before. Do I think you need to do that on your excursion? No, I think doing like an O five. That's exactly what I'm doing. Front end would would look would look more. Um, I'm doing like probably, natural, I yeah. guess. I'm doing probably one of the most basic front-end upgrades. Um, MKM Manufacturing makes a snap-in 05, 07 style grill that doesn't require modifications. It's four Oh, they do. In. They put the freaking marker lights on top. I just, I just, I could, maybe I just noticed that. Do you want like, to join right me on this? Yeah. Yeah, that is a little. Um, I like the grill. I like, I like the grill. The grill. It's, it's I like big, the bumper. It's a big, flat front-end. That's a traditional truck move. It's got. I like the bumper. If they would have flipped those and put the headlight up top mm-hmm. and the marker on the bottom, mm-hmm. I see. I see. I see where you're coming from on that. Yes, I think all in all, it's a it's a good looking front end in the daytime. In the daytime, it's like a girl at the club. Yeah, but I think like on your truck, the I lights think come a, on. The 05 Ugh. swap would be the the better fit for the for the for your truck. 
For sure. Yeah. So I'll be doing a uh, a, a one piece conversion for the headlights. It's like the the Harley Davidson 05, 07 yeah. headlights, and then they snap in 05, 07 grill. Um, I would like to get my bumper paint matched, but uh, that's not high on the list. That's more yeah. one of those things where like if I if I have the money and the time, or I'm sending off stuff, other stuff to get painted for some reason, which I have no idea why I would like, then I'll do it. But I, it's not high on the list. God, um, that marker light does look ginormous. Like it looks bigger than the headlight. Welcome. Okay. <laughs> welcome to my side of depression. Is the high beam up top? Like above the marker light? Is the marker light in the middle? I think it's uh, a combination. And maybe we might be able to resolve this in our, in our searching right now because obviously if there's, you know, you can make an all light on module for something like that. Um, but for me. I, yeah, I think that would look hot. Oh, yeah. On your truck. Yeah. Like I would actually like to do a, because they make them that are black and primered and paintable. Yeah. I want the, gr I want to paint match the grill and I want to paint match the bumper. Yeah. That would look I good. I think that would look fantastic. Um, but that's in the future because obviously that doesn't affect the running of my truck. My right. headlights are garbage. Um, so I, I you know, honestly, in the meantime, I might end up doing a set of eBay specials on there or something like that. Okay. Um, or maybe, you know, honestly, if I, if I have the time, you know, I have the parts, I may end up just refreshing the stock headlights on there and putting new, new bulbs in, but my, my headlight function right now is absolute garbage. But yeah. Yeah. All right. So on that sad note of despair that, uh, Ben is falling out of love with 08 front ends. <laughs> I like the mirrors. 08 not mirrors. <laughs> we all know that they're square. Yeah. Hey, and also, listeners, uh, get, guess what your mirrors I have on the excursion? 17 and up. <laughs> you have that on the excursion? Yeah. Never noticed it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how well they fit. You don't even notice. Wow. All right. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, anybody that's considering doing the 17 and up mirrors as opposed to the 08 to 16 mirrors, don't do them. You know, you know what's funny about mirrors real quick before we end? I've had my my moose antlers up for like two weeks straight. Have you noticed that? They've been up. I don't see your truck every day, so no. Yeah, they've been up. See, Ty Tyler's got a new truck, so he gets the privilege of parking on the back. I've got an old piece of shit that leaks, <laughs> so I'm 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 kicked out to the front of the building sometimes in the gravel. Yeah, um, I'm not allowed to park with the humans. I just kind of forced myself in the back. Like you did. I was like, you know what? I've got a freaking tenure here. I've been here like double digits. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to park back here. This truck's got eight miles. I get yeah. to park in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't need to deal with the plebs on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Screw those guys. Yeah. No, but I've had my, I've had my mirrors up like ever since uh, that week trip. I haven't put them down. Kind of shocked. But it looks proportional when you throw a four seater side by side on oh, the back I bet, of your truck. I bet it does. <laughs> so it's like it kind of all fits. Yeah. Uh, but I, I walked on the back, like I walked around my truck like last night and I was looking, I was like, I put those mirrors down. Yeah. <laughs> I just look ridiculous. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the input I have on the 17 up mirrors, um, the, the con convex mirror on the bottom where they've gotten progressively bigger over mm -hmm. the years, it's, it's gotten too big. Yeah. I never thought I'd be that guy, but like the, the amount of bottom convex mirror ratio compared to top normal mirror, yeah, it's like, I'll, it might be more than 50-50. Really? Like, there might be a bigger convex mirror. At least it feels like that, because especially because of the notch. Yeah. It feels like you have so much less mirror on top. And the other thing there, too, is 
And on the new, new trucks, I don't remember if you have this option or not, but on the controls, when you plug them into the older trucks, you only could control the top mirrors electronically. Yeah. The bottom ones, you have, to push. you have to push them, which is kind of annoying if they're your main mirror to use all the time. Yeah. One last yeah. thing about mirrors. Uh, this was like a, I'm pretty sure this is a joke that like a comedian said at one point, but he was like, have you ever noticed like your mirror says like objects in mirror are closer than they appear? Mm-hmm. Why can't you have it freaking make it where they're just like where they're at? Yeah. Like not closer, just like where they're at. <laughs> like why, like why does it have to be closer? Like why can't it just be regular? I think they probably did that because people don't understand that uh, when you when you have two mirrors, I don't, don't want to try and be dick. Well, I would think the far one you'd want it closer. Yeah, are they both the same? Do they both say that? I've never noticed. Are they both closer than they appear? Objects and mirror closer than they well, appear. Thing, they like no, right you're, you're right, yeah. So the objects and mirror closer than they appear would appear on the driver's side. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be able to read that on the passenger side. Right. Is it on the passenger? Is it the same mirror? Like, is it a magnified mirror? Oh, that's a question. I haven't Jim Lawrence this stuff in a long time. Fact check. But I mean, what I was gonna, what I was getting at is, <laughs> as far as like your relation to your sight line in mirrors, the further away the mirror is, the reflection that plays a part in there. So if you have a, mirror yeah, I know. But right, when I'm looking yeah. in that mirror that's close to me, mm-hmm. why can't you just show me like where it's actually at instead of closer? Because like I need to know. I think that that phrase had to be put on there due to the human stupidity factor. Maybe. Because people got so used to looking at their... Why can it be objects in a mirror are exactly where they appear? Yeah, don't be (laughs) dumbass. Because when you think about it, there may have only... For a long time, even you with your your two-door postcar, you only had one rearview mirror on the driver's side. One, yeah. Yeah, so there was... Objects in a mirror are exactly where they appear to be. Well, thanks. Well, the thing is, on that, <laughs> when you had one mirror, it didn't have the writing on it. No. So I think once they started... That was one where they're exactly where they appeared. Yeah. So I think once you started adding the second mirror in there, and you start adding into where people get so used to looking at one mirror and how far things are, but looking... You know, because I'll be honest, I, I use my passenger side rearview mirror a hell of a lot more than I do my driver's side. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is, but I do. And... You get so used to how far things are away on that far mirror that all of a sudden when you look at this mirror over here, it's different because now you're you're like legitimately like four to five, maybe six feet closer to that mirror. So objects are going to appear differently than they do in the other mirror. I thought it was like a magnifying like the way that the mirror is built. Like yeah, we've we've increased like like bifocals. Like mm-hmm. the passenger side is like a regular. I don't Lens. think I don't think that's it. it and the driver's side's a freaking bifocal. Because it, it would <laughs> it would behoove an auto manufacturer to make two of the same mirrors because a hell of a lot of, that's fifty percent less part numbers to create. So they would make probably yeah. the same the same mirror, but then they they assume that uh, humans and general population are smart enough um, to take up that slack, and we all know they're not. Um, pe- you know, some you know there are individuals that are smart. People are dumb. Large groups sure. of people are, are stupid. Well, I didn't Let's know we be... could talk this long about mirrors. But... You get me rolling on mirrors? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it is, man. So, <laughs> so, some things just rustle my jibbies, and I feel like I got something to say. I gotta get out, you know? We're going to have an episode just on mirrors for Ben. Let's talk about mirrors. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I like mirrors. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Wow, we went over an hour on this one. Hey, take us out. Give us, a, give us an outro. Uh, you, you complimented me today on my outros, and now I can't. All right, here we go. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Ah! You jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Information on this podcast is definitely stupider than we portray it to be. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Ben? (laughs) Get you some. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.